You're listening to Steph's Business Bookshelf, doing the reading so you don't have to. Welcome to Steph's Business Bookshelf. I'm your host and chief bookworm, Steph Clark. On the 31st of December 2018, I finished reading my 30th book of the year, a habit I'd only built 12 months earlier. This podcast is all about sharing what I learned from those different books and more as I continue my reading habit into 2019. I'll also be sharing in this episode how I built that habit so that if you too want to build a sustainable reading habit, you can do the same. Otherwise, don't bother. Spend your time doing something else because I have done the reading for you. I'll also be sharing in this episode a bit more about what to expect from future episodes as I go into more of the books that I've been reading. But beforehand, I want to share a little bit more about me, your host. I'm a facilitator, a team coach and a leadership development professional. I hail from the UK and I've been based in Australia since 2014. I'm a gym bunny, a cat lady, and a lifelong bookworm. I remembered growing up that my parents would put me to bed and I would always be that kid under the covers trying to carry on reading. I distinctly remember a couple of times where I had this troll toy, you know, not the top, the bad people on the internet, the actual trolls with the crazy hair. I had one that had bright pink hair and little blue dungarees. And he had these eyes that lit up. And I remember numerous nights hiding under the covers lighting up word by word using these terrible little red LEDs from the troll so I could carry on reading under the covers. Pretty sure my parents knew that I was doing this even though every night I was like, yep, I fooled them. They don't know I'm doing this. My sister still laughs that my favorite book growing up was an encyclopedia that we were bought. And I'm pretty sure my favorite CD-ROM was Encarta. Ask your parents, kids. Growing up, I stopped reading and In 2017, I went to a workshop and in that workshop, they asked us to reflect on what our inner child was doing now, what your inner child was doing now. And for some people, it was going back to things like singing, dancing, drawing, some kind of sport that they had stopped doing as they grew up. And the idea was that we need to sometimes release our inner child and let them do the things that brought you joy when you were a child, which I think is why adult coloring has become really popular. Anyway, for me, it was the reflection of reading and realizing that I had lost the joy that came with reading. Yes, when I went on holiday, I would binge read some Scandinavian crime thrillers, but it wasn't the same. I wasn't getting that satisfaction of turning the pages, ticking off a book from from a list of things to read and the escapism, even with nonfiction. So that made me realize that I need to start reading more. So I dived into nonfiction and I found myself down the rabbit hole or maybe the wormhole given I'm a bookworm. Anyway, whatever the hole is, I found myself diving in there and just getting more and more into the nonfiction, the biographies, the autobiography, psychology, sociology, leadership, management, marketing, everything in between. And I was sharing this and I was gifting books more and I was just loving being back into reading. So this is why the podcast arrived. They say you should scratch your own itch. And for me, one of the things I found that even though I was getting through lots of books and I was sharing things and I was using them in the work that I do when working with teams and and giving them some of the ideas that I'd discovered, but I found that I was unable to, I didn't have anywhere to record what I was learning. So the podcast was born. And this is really a way of scratching my own itch to record all of the different things I've learned. The format of the podcast is going to be the three big things or the three big ideas that I've taken from each of the books that I have read. I'll also be including some of the examples where I've used it, some of the stories that the authors share, and also how I have implemented some of the lessons and the actions and the inspiration in my own life. 
But for this episode, I want to tell you a bit more about how you too can become a reader and how I built the habit of reading, which got me to reading 30 books in a year. First of all, was setting a goal. Yes, I know, yawn, but it's important. I set myself the goal that each evening I was going to read for 30 minutes. Now, this was very much the stretch goal or the ideal scenario. So what I also had was the, the incremental, which was 1%. And I used the 1% idea from James Clear's work that he's done about habit building, which I'll be talking about one of his books in a future episode. And 1%. And 1% for me was because I use a Kindle to read. So I said, right, the minimum I do, if I can't get to my 30 minutes, is I read 1% of a book or five minutes if it's a particularly long book and 1% feels like it goes on forever. What this meant was that I didn't break the chain. I carried on the momentum of the habit. So each evening going to bed and reading, whether it was for five minutes and more 1% or 30 minutes, which was the, the ideal scenario. I also started to read in the cracks, which means those cracks of time where you maybe normally take out your phone, maybe jump on Instagram, do something that maybe isn't going to add a huge amount of value to your life, but it gives you that good sugar hit at the time. So I started taking my Kindle to the office. I started reading at lunchtime and just stopping for 10, 15 minutes, chucking the headphones on, sitting in the lunchroom or at my desk and reading or going out even better when the weather was good in Melbourne, which is most of the time, which uh, other Australians will tell you otherwise, but taking my Kindle around so that I could read in those cracks of time. More recently, Apple have helped me out by updating their iOS functions to include the nighttime mode or the screen time mode. What this has meant is I've been able to actually set my phone to shut down almost at nine o'clock. So nine o'clock to 9.30 was always my 30 minutes allocated reading time as I started to wind down. The benefit of this or the secondary benefit was not just building a reading habit, but actually wanting to improve my sleep. I found that I wasn't sleeping so well because I was you know, working and doing things that were stimulating my brain far too late into the evening. So I killed two birds with one stone with this one habit. A definite nod to James Clear, who I mentioned earlier, and James Altucher, who have written and talked quite a lot about different habit building. And the bits that I really took from that were creating the right environment. So setting the technology or the, the ecosystem that you're in so that you can succeed. Also setting those minimums so that if you can't get to your ideal, not breaking the momentum and having that 1% or that five minutes so that at the very minimum you can do one thing. I know Janine Garner has recently been talking about the idea of reading just 10 pages a day. If you read 10 pages a day every day, you can get through, I think, 15 to 20 books a year. So those are some things I did. So it was setting the environment, it was setting the time, the minimum and the goal and also being kind to myself. There were some times where I was traveling a lot and my evening routine just wasn't as great. And so being okay with just reading one page or two pages because I kept the momentum. On the flip side, there was other times like in September when I unexpectedly had my appendix removed that I found myself with quite a lot of extra time and ended up reading a lot more than I anticipated. So those are a few things. Hopefully you find those useful and can, can implement those yourself. Coming up, we're talking about the Checklist Manifesto by Atul Gawanda and how I use that with a team who are planning an acquisition. I'm also going to be talking about Dare to Lead, Brene Brown's new book, and some of the fantastic shared vocabulary that she talks about in the book that you can use with your teams as well. But until then, keep reading, hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes, and head over to stephsbusinessbookshelf.com where you can find 
show notes and other links for this and all the future episodes. I'll speak to you soon.